I think I think that there's somebody trying to steal my Instagram. Someone's account. trying to steal your Instagram account? Yeah, As in yeah. you're getting hacked or there's a They're trying to hack is, or there's that viola boy. No, it's somebody so this is this person named Michelle Retborn. Mm-hmm. And they say they're creative and advertising manager, Urban Outfitters. They're like, collaboration uh-huh. offer Instagram, Urban Outfitters. Hi, I'm a creative and advertising manager from Urban Outfitters, period. Next paragraph. We want to offer you cooperation. We thought it would be something our audience, Urban Outfitters, would appreciate. So we wow. want to buy an ad on your capital, your <laughs> page with a photo of us in our outfit and with our brand name on it. Here is an example of an advertising post you would like to place. What? What? And then it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a Instagram, uh, link, uh, to urban outfitters, just their page. But when I click on it, it goes to make me log into my Instagram account. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's a uh, and so I responded. I was like, uh, "I'm very hi, Michelle. I'm very interested in working working with you. May I have some more details, please? Thanks." And then they're like, "Good." In a purple font, this is because we write from a computer. Try again to see space exclamation mark. Here is a product and an example of an advertising post that we want to provide. And then it's the same link that they sent before. Uh, uh, with no, you see these yeah, all the time. No, Are there? How do you get? Do they just <laughs> automate this? Like, is there any system or service no? It's, you it's sign like up a for human. That's how people reach out. Connect, to, you actually reach get out reached out person to person. It's, there's no manager. There's no um, company that is the third party. There is usually it's usually the marketing or the 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 influencer. Uh, head of a marketing agency that would that reaches out to me yeah and then they work they're the ones working with marriott the ones i wonder if business is good i i mean we're gonna i think we can segue in and talk and talk about this uh in relationship to all of our friends or musicians i think that'd be a good way to start also why oh you turned off the video yeah i turned it off just so we can Uh, Okay. I know. I know. If I turn it back on, let me it's, see if we. I'm it, trying it to avoid drops. the glitchiness. Yeah, right. you don't have to. Um, is my sexy body? Oh. Oh wait, no. I need to turn the camera up so you see my face. There we go. Oh. <laughs> oh my bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. See. Oh, yeah, now I get the turn, popping. So maybe that's. Yeah. What turn we'll it off. Yeah. Turn it off. Our, our audience will hear. They'll understand. They're like R two D two trying to masturbate. I but, love. Um, I mean, R two D two being quarantined too. He's got to survive. He's got to do something too. He's got the internet though. Wow! Wow! So this is the quality content you come here for. R two D two sounds like when he comes. Got it. So let's. <laughs> I mean, first off, of course, everybody, welcome to uh, well, the Faking Nose Podcast. Welcome to the Faking Nose Podcast. You're stuck in quarantine. Uh, we're all trapped. Uh, the world is spiraling apart uh, as we sit on our couches. But I think it'd be nice to do a couple things to at least let's open up, get you know, the brief updates, particularly those things that pertain to musicians, out of the way, and then we can kind of talk through what might be nice for everyone to heal uh, heal and hear uh, 
from our side of the thing. I think it'd be nice to shout out some of our fellow musicians as well and try to give them a little plug. Let's go. Let's Let's go go. down the list. Let's go. go. So we're checking checking the list. We're going to go in that precise order that I just made up. But first off, so with this Instagram influencing, I mean, one benefit is you can – that doesn't necessarily need to change and probably more people are on these platforms. The the hard part is though, is during economic downturn, people are just spinning less across the board and uh-huh. you start to stockpile, there's concerns. So I'm wondering if businesses are going to be advertising as much because they know like what what are people gonna do? I don't like, think I don't think it's gonna change. Um and I also going? I've okay. been doing I've been doing a lot of panels. Uh, mm-hmm. recently. Dude, you're um, the panel king. Bro. We'll do it live. I've been doing So I've been doing a lot of panels. I've been listening to my colleagues speak and I've been reading and I've been one thing one of my colleagues uh, and uh, her name is uh, Jennifer Rosenfeld. She said to this morning in, in our panel that, you know, you don't really know somebody's economic situation until you know their economic situation mm-hmm. and a lot of people because she's a she's a, a business development coach for classical musicians uh and so one thing she's seeing is like a lot of a lot of us think that yeah economic downturn people aren't going to have money well how do you know that are you, do you are you looking at their books are you the one cooking their books like what what is it how do you know you don't until you know so making those assumptions is detrimental to your to your practice. Uh, so. Is is that little minus sign in front of my my money? Is that good or bad? That's all I really need to know. Like it's red. It, it's a little. It's a little. It's, it looks like a one, but it's on its side, and that number keeps increasing. So increasing. So all <laughs> here. Here's a life hack. Just deposit a negative dollar, and then it'll flip itself right over. It's oh my god! It all makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. That's dude, that's just simple. Yeah. That's life hacks right there, guys. You you just got it. So when you go to the ATM, instead of you select deposit checks, and instead of a checks, you deposit an IOU, and then it goes into the system and it knows what to do. So we started uh, to just, at my I, job since we're rolling out so much content. Things are, as I've already mentioned, actually going well because it's an online company. But we're releasing so many things. One of the funny things we have uh, is coming soon PDFs just because we know we'll release a supplement later or a, a new score or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. I just need to start doing that for everything in my life. Like I got a composition due. Uh, I just send them a score and it just says coming soon right across the bit. I'd be like, no, no, I'll get, I'll get it to you. Yeah, I got it. I got you. I got, you, got, I got you. This money's coming soon, Wells Fargo. Don't don't you worry. It's got Look, my head shot in Fargo, the corner. You, hey, baby, baby, you know I'm good for it. You know, I pay you every <laughs> single month. But you know, I lost all my jobs, girl. You're going to have to stick you with You just got to play him okay, guitar well, now. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, so Drew can't see me because I'm sitting uh, in a closet in a chicken costume. But Drew is sitting there with his guitar. His guitar, babe. Oh, out of tune. Sultry, out of tune sultry after. sounds. Tuning is uh, overrated in the pandemic. We are all about, <sighs> we're all about feeling now. I actually took a day off of practicing guitar yesterday for the first time in two weeks. So that's why it's out of tune. Uh, I tune it every day. It's beautiful. Usually. Yeah, man. I was playing viola yesterday. 
<laughs> what? This, this weird instrument I'm picking what? up. You know, it's weird, dude. Yeah. Tell me about this panel. Like, what was it for? And can you give us some highlights or just, and then we'll, we can, we so can send people their way. What's happening right now, y'all, is I'm, I'm being, I'm being pounced on like a bunch of, bunch of hyenas and coyotes and everybody wants a little bit of a bite. You know what I'm saying? It's a little overwhelming for me. I didn't really eat until like 6 p.m. yesterday. So a lot of people want me to go live uh, for them, uh, either on Facebook, on Instagram. They want to ask me questions. They want to they get, get an interview. They want to, um, I'm like starting to teach it more lessons. So I just haven't had much, uh, haven't had much time to like, practice and work on projects and I didn't expect it to happen. I was like, oh, maybe this is a chance where I'll get some peace and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, how are we do how do we do this? We're dying. Where is it? Save us. Teach me. I'm like, oh, calm down. Stay at home. That's my jam. It's gonna be it's just just this is I I've been preparing preparing my entire life for this. But What uh what I did this morning uh is this this college kid uh, is is building her own platform online brand, and she brought me in a a, a friend of the pod Ariel Horowitz. Uh, yep, Julia alum played yeah. one of my a solo piece of mine and sang on it. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, um, it's so one of my she's, she's very. Sad we got to get her. We well, yeah, get we'll her get her on. She's she's, I'm a big fan, big fan, but yeah, good to hear she's doing she's well. Right now. She's, you know, she's tenured. She has not tenured. She just got a, a teaching job this year. And so she's still able to sustain herself a little bit from the income of being uh, employed at the collegiate level. She's so there at Yale she or at a, another no, school it's at another, Connecticut? it's another school. I forget the name of it. She said it once. Uh, um, Hava? Yeah, it's in Connecticut. Hava? Yeah, uh, y'all? A y'all university? Y'all? Y'all? Princeton? 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 No, no. Y'all? 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 I didn't go to Ivy League, so I don't understand. I don't know how to pronounce that. So she, she's in her third year at Yale, and this whole thing happened. So she's back in Colorado. Oh, she's in She's here? Yeah, it's Colorado Springs. Yeah, you should reach out. Is yeah, be like, at? hey, yo, we're closer, but we should not meet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. because like, y'all should get coffee. Yeah, another oh. another friend of mine who last time I was here in Denver <laughs> over the break, um, she was my piano teacher, Leanne Osterkamp, good friend. She taught me a lesson. It was my only piano lesson I've ever had. And she's just a great, interesting person who's loving it out here in Denver. And I thought this oh, this would be a great opportunity. I surprised her at a concert over uh-huh. the break and got to catch up. And I'm, I'm coming here for this pandemic uh, showdown. I'm like, oh, this would be a great chance, you know, to actually – I'm going to be here long enough where I'm going to see the family enough. Maybe I'll go out and, and see all the Denver people. And then I thought that. And wow, what an idiot. It's not going to happen. <laughs> So we get to give little people little shout outs. Be like, hey, I'm in your neck of the woods, uh, six feet away. (laughs) Six feet away. Six feet Uh, away, but I'm closer. The animal. We can play ninja or the animal game from six feet. (laughs) Oh yeah. We play charades. You know. Oh my god. What they need to do is just get a big 
glass, like plexiglass panel. And I just walk over. I'm like, I'm going to come over. And I just set down this giant plexiglass panel. We just stare at each other um, at a appropriate, semi-appropriate distance. Yes. And we say, man, it was great to see you. Yeah, let's hang out sometime. And then we don't yeah. ever again. Never. Never. You both die never seeing each other ever again. Uh, I, I like the bubble boy scenario. I like – that seems <laughs> like it could be really fun. You know, you just get this nice hamster wheel that you just take around outside. Oh, my goodness gracious. I would love that, bro. Speaking Dude, of bubble honestly, boys. It's time to make it. What's up? Let's Let's do it. Let's get what, what so you've gone on with some tips and your business is booming. I've actually I worked the longest week with this new company I've ever done because business is going well. So we're kind of I feels like rare unicorns. I wanted to I'm not having any money come in. Trevor. Yeah, I'm not yeah, booming, I but I'm not <laughs> making money. Like let's be clear. <laughs> I still PSA. need your help. <laughs> uh Obi Wan. Yeah. Venmo, Venmo one, you're my only hope. But the, I think we can go through. I've talked to some of our friends as uh, you have as well, been checking in with everyone just to see how everyone's doing, particularly many of our now stranded poor New York friends. Some of them, my God, oh my God, uh, you know, being at the Epicenter, you know, how's it feel being special all over the I news? Really, but it's it's really tough really because uh, I've always been lucky. And I think you as well, one of our benefits that we've always preached about is the variety of income and the variety of things we've done. And mm. so at least when even if 80% of things disappear, there's 20%. But it's particularly hard for mm. friends and colleagues who rely on either one institution or one type of thing. Everything's all education-based or all performance-based. Uh, and that's really, really hard because they're, they're, they're screwed because – everything on that upcoming outlook on the calendar that was going to pay that rent, that lovely New York rent is gone. Mm -hmm. And it's been, <clears throat> I've been trying to make sure if you're listening to this, reach out to your fellow musician friends, uh, mm -hmm. reach out to pretty much everyone family, but particularly those freelance life folk, because it's going to be tough. But I think it's at least nice to make contact. Um, we won't be reading any ads today. Uh, we also haven't yet. But uh, one particular person <laughs> I want to shout out, uh, a couple of them who are doing interesting things. But if if you find yourself in the time and you're either one of our artist listeners or uh, are just trying to spruce up that website, I think it'd be a good idea to give our boy, John Hawk, a big John shout out. Hawk. So, so John, we've talked about him a bunch because we love him. He's a, a board member honorary board member of the pod. Mm -hmm. And why he comes to mind is that he can fix your bio. And some people, I've seen people actually do this, and yet I still have yet to do it. Uh, updating their website. I even did it. I did updating, it. Updating, he, he, the, updating their website. There you yeah. go. He did your bio. And your bio is yeah, fresh. Bio. Yeah. Fresh. I need yeah. to get him to do my bio. Maybe I'll like Maybe I'll just I'll tell him I'm, I'll hold all uh, promo hostage Look, Until Trevor, makes me not sound do you like want to be a badass or not? That's the question. Do you want to <laughs> be a go. badass? And listeners, do you want to be a badass? Now do you want to be a badass as well? Like John Hong will make you sound like you're going to cure cancer. Like, I'm like on he's it. He's such a brilliant writer. <laughs> and <laughs> just, yeah, just uh, just make sure you uh, you subscribe, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll, we're going to 
can change the world, folks. But go on and check out here. I'll even we'll give the direct instead of link in the description. We will just freaking say it right here. So make sure to go to John Hong dot me. So J-O-H-N-H-O-N-G. That's really hard to read in pot. Dot <laughs> and and so what he's doing, I think he's been running some promos. You can check it on there. But now's now's the chance to you're sitting around, you put on the back burner, uh, have a professional come and update your bio, your press material, even your, even your website, and mm-hmm. get some marketing feedback. Uh, is there anyone There's you'd no like shame. to highlight, Drew, besides yourself? Anyone <laughs> I'd like to highlight? Yeah, like who's out there doing? Who's out there doing something? Doing, who probably great stuff. Who needs who needs a shout out uh, uh, in this time uh, of need? In such in su- on such a short notice. And with no preparation, uh, <laughs> everybody I don't name is going to hate me now. Uh, That's how it goes. Because if we don't mention you, we don't want you to We succeed. don't ever want to. Yeah, I know. But see, they don't listen to the podcast either. So it, maybe they won't feel bad. <laughs> Maybe it's okay. Maybe that's, that's maybe what we we'll do. Right. We just start adding people not mentioned in the chat. That'll be our, our branding thing. <laughs> It'll be the list. Then not the non friends of the pod. They're not quite friends of yeah. the pod yet. There's social distancing I don't know. from the pod. But what one 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 person I definitely want to shout out that's 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 doing great things is uh King Brian Brian King Joseph. You know, mm-hmm. he's, I've been playing playing games with him uh, recently uh, because we've been relegated. But he's he's definitely a really good dude. And one thing that I really appreciate about him is he's using his platform uh, with America's Got Talent. Uh, in such a positive way, he's really trying to give back to communities. He teaches great. Uh, group classes. Uh, he is trying to inspire people to pick up the violin and stuff. Like he's really on some uh, Lindsey Sterling shit, and I like really respect him and uh, I adore him. He's really funny. I love spending time with him. So he's got some new heat coming out. Uh, we literally were just playing Smash before he jumped on this uh, on this pod. I'm gonna text him, and we're gonna get back to it later. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do some collabs uh, remotely. So look for some some stuff coming out from the two of us. It'll be it'll where be can fun. we check him out? Is he big on Insta or YouTube? He's or big what's on the- uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, on Spotify. Brian King's Joseph, he's getting ready to drop some. I don't know. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say, but I've listened to some of his uh, upcoming music, and it is fire. So fire. Stay, stay tuned. Yeah. So get plugged in. Get to know uh, Brian King Joseph. That's the boy. That's good. All right. And like we said before, if we didn't mention you, uh, we we don't want you to have success. Um, it's a very <sighs> exclusive club, and it's because we. Well, not we didn't for forget. Everybody. We didn't forget, and it's not like we wanted to move on to other topics. We specifically did not want to give you a shout out. So, up Drew's drinking water. He's staying healthy. Um, all right. So, segueing on. So, we're chilling. We're how many days are we into this? What's the countdown for me? Uh, yeah, I can't, like, the way the way I count it. I count it from March thirteenth because that was the last gig. I that was the the the. Uh, what day of the, the week last was gig that? I had? That was a Saturday, so gotcha. Saturday, thirteenth, or yeah, I think so because that's the day I lost my last gig. Mm. So that's what I call. That's what I call. And I had a rehearsal that Friday. I don't have my phone. See, I'm two Tuesdays ago. 
It's okay. Audience is smart. They'll, they'll, they'll oh, no, wait. It is. No, it was Friday the 13th was the last gig I ever did. In the Friday 14th. the 13th, say less. Yeah, say less, bro. So but, it's been over it's been 15 days. I'm trying to think. So since we last talked a couple of days ago, uh, of course, the numbers are rising. It's all anyone can see. Uh, so I don't know if we need to be, you know, turn on any I don't, TV, I don't put on any internet. I don't think we need to be. I think we're taking it seriously. Scream, now. Screaming into the void. Yeah, I think it's, it's the, not the problem though. Um, is that I'm I'm fully isolated. I haven't like left this area. We're lucky in that we're outside of Denver by about thirty mm-hmm. minutes. So we're in a community neighborhood. There's enough space. I don't have to venture out, but I am still hearing uh, Littleton or in King okay, Carroll is Joe Rogan, even more niche. Joe Rogan was talking about a place 30, 30 minutes from uh, from Colorado, from Denver. What's this? Uh, this that, place that is, is the epicenter. It's the most dangerous. Like, <laughs> Beautiful. No, he's like, it's beautiful. Don't don't go there. They they're happy. They have eight thousand people there. They don't they're need all just you. They're coughing on each yeah. other. <laughs> but it's it's nice being here. And one of the things though, checking in with all the fellow New Yorkers and some of the people stuck in the city, and I'd like to hear your thoughts, is while many people here seem to be taking it seriously in this tiny little niche of the people I do see when we're walking outside, everyone goes off of the path and tries to avoid each other. But I'm still hearing from New York people that some things are just moving on business as usual. And that's uh, spooky. It's not good. What kind of things? What kind of just, things? People, they're just talking about <clears throat> the sheer volume of people walking around oh. and not keeping space between yeah, each other. Bro. And in New York, it's hard yeah. because that's the whole point of New York is to be close to people and to kind of have that sensation of just being a part of something. And so the, no wonder New York's going to get hit the hardest because it's the most dense area we have in the States, and it's also part of the culture. Being close to each uh-huh. other is the cultural phenomenon that is I mean, yeah. New York. So, I don't know. I'm Mexico hearing, does I'm not hearing need to live get this. reports. They're even more in each other's business than we Who? are. They're, they're Mexican people. They're oh, way... Mexico they're City, touchy-feely. Too. They're touchy-feely type culture. It's kind of like Italy. Like They're very touchy-feely. They just love being around each other and, and hugging on each other and, and stuff. eating... In delicious food. Well, did you? Yeah, no. Here, our borders yeah, are sharing shut plates, down. sharing food and stuff. Like, oh, what? the irony. Of course, now, uh, you know, <laughs> both both uh, Canada and Mexico City troops blocking us out. Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like, no, we need to build a wall here. Yeah, yeah. This, this and the U.S. is going to pay for it. In the U.S., <laughs> yo, we were going to do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> one, you know, it was funny. I was sitting on, I wasn't sitting. Mindy was sitting on the couch in the living room playing a Mm -hmm. game on her iPad. She's playing a fishing game, being the cutest human that's that's ever. So meditative. I can envision this and I enjoy it. Dude, she's farm girl. She 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 loves nature and doing stuff with nature. Anyway, she's gaming and I'm I'm sitting here. I just finished my run. I finished doing some jump roping. So I'm trying to get some push ups in, right? So I'm I I just did I did about like 35 push-ups like a pr in re- recent years and that was like then my phone goes oh no 
and I look at it, you know, it's like the Amber Alert or mm-hmm. national, the, the national emergency, whatever. Yeah. You know what it said? It said, what? get off the streets. We are noticing people are out and about, and we want to <laughs> remind you that you are on lockdown. Do we are closing parks. We are closing beaches. We are closing everything. Go home except for non-essential business like going to the grocery <laughs> store going to the bank or going to the pharmacy uh, i love it when it explicitly says the when when they just put it in more straight talk it's not it's not formal yeah. legalese like we're noti- yeah. it's it's not we don't have big brother we have like big mother yeah so i was noticing <laughs> we're all outside and we need to we need to talk about this i've been telling you you don't listen to me get off the streets I wasn't prepared. So, I was going to do Big Mother sounded better than Big Father. So I was prepared. No, 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 no. Quit horsing around out there. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, no, no, no. I was waiting. I was waiting on, I was waiting on more dialogue. No, see what you're describing is like your version of Big Mother and Big Father. My version <laughs> of Big Mother and Big Father is a little different. My I'm big mom would be like, I thought I told you you weren't supposed to go outside. Come here. Find my belt. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, what I tell you about going outside. What I tell you. Now, why are you crying? Why are you crying? I told you these these are the consequences. You know, and and that would be like, why you want to go outside and get Corona? We got Corona at home. We got we got enough Corona on our plates already. Why you want to go outside for some Corona? <laughs> Let, listen to your mother, son. Listen to your mother. Let's do what listen she says. Yeah, just I can't help you. I can't help you here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild seeing this. I can't. I was sitting there just the other day, and I've been getting the emergency alerts as well. And well, I guess everyone has if it's if it's coming in. But it is. We're in that weird getting towards some dystopian feeling. Uh, And soon I think they're talking about now in a couple of days, maybe issuing state-by-state masks. I don't know about requirements, but recommendations. Because, of course, before it was only for high-risk people. Uh, It's potentially federal, but where are we going to get them? These are the cheapy. These aren't like the the medical, the in whatever – I just want the NT1A Rhodes microphone mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want one, though. I have one, too. One of those oh, microphones. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a federal requirement must record with Rhodes large condenser <laughs> microphone to protect from the virus. Yeah. Then I'd be, I'd be straight. I'd be set. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Yo, oh, my God, I got but- a small condenser. I'm, I'm vulnerable. Isn't that funny that, like, they're going to try to – like impose all of these things so late, late in the yeah. curve, <laughs> so late in the curve when supply, we don't even have enough supplies for the people in the front lines. And that to me is the most damning is that we have these people who are essentially in a war zone, mm-hmm. but they have no Kevlar. They have limited bullets. They have no Intel. It's it. You're literally dropping. It's like dropping the Marines on an island and saying, "Figure it out. You have no supply lines. Good luck." It's right? a nightmare. It's, and to see shitty. the difference 
to see the difference still contrasting of people who are in different areas where it's not getting taken as seriously uh, even even up to this point and then to read all of these reports watch the videos of the people in the hospitals and that side by side with the numbers we know it's this is not looking good and even still in Italy it's not not too great but <clears throat> we'll see I, it is kind of also funny too because uh, as all our listeners know for the past almost entire year we've been rambling about <laughs> world wars other big moments of history nuclear wars global warming mm-hmm. trash in the ocean pandemic and now here we're actually at something where it's where what is it silk silk slippers wooden shoes yeah all bro. of empires we finally circled yeah. back the obnoxious thing we've been both talking about uh after mm-hmm. both reading and listening to the same pods and documentaries mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's surprising now that we're actually in a moment where it kind of feels like this could be that moment, particularly for us when you're seeing what the U.S. is being number one in as far mm-hmm. as the numbers and where it could go and the lack of preparedness and the lack of seriousness early, even though all signs pointed to this is exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like it was that silk slippers moment to where it's failure of leadership it's yeah. failure of leadership and when you have a silk slipper society you're more likely to get a leader who is ill-equipped for hard times and this is we need a we need a an eisenhower right now but we have like a chimpanzee with a symbol <laughs> word you know who 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 has access to adderall you know what i'm saying so it's like <laughs> And tanning like, <laughs> plenty of those that's required. I'm I, I'm not saying this. It's not about the disdain for the people in power, uh, because yes, leadership and response does come from the top, especially in crises. This mm-hmm. is when you need when a matters. strong government. This is where a strong government is really helpful, and this is why you see places like. China and Korea getting a handle on it really quickly. You know, the more democratic you are. Yeah. And this is not a case for autocracy. This is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this is the what 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 the way democracy really thrives is when communities get together and solve problems. And then those communities reach out to other communities. And then all these communities have are these tiny little quote unquote testing grounds for new ideas. Mm -hmm. And if it works in one place, it finds it works in another place and it works in another place and it works everywhere. Then the federal government comes through and says, oh, this is proven to work. Let's implement this at a nationwide level. But if we really want to see things improve, whether it is, you know, uh, health, it is making sure we take care of our communities and so if you want to be a good community member, it's important to stay quarantined. It's important to stay away from people, uh, not not emotionally, not not socially, but verb, but like physically, physically apart from each other. Uh, I think that's just it's 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 important for us to take care of our healthcare workers in that way. It's important for us to take care of people with uh weak immune systems due to other illnesses other people other people getting like needing the hospital 
Like it's not like life stops happening. Like yeah. emergencies happy happen every day, but if they're taking care of, you know, thousands of ill people with COVID, they can't deliver life-saving help to other people who may have just had an unfortunate fall. You know, it it's mm. it's crazy. Or kids, people having kids are reading these tragic stories that they're keeping the significant others out of the room. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's heartbreaking, particularly when you read into all of these uh, really personal stories. And so a couple phrases, um, a lot to kind of unpack there. Yes, the, these other countries with more authoritarian regimes, this is where they have an advantage because yep. they can crack down, take things early, um, force. And make people do stuff. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah just make by people force. Do stuff. <laughs> and that's always, the challenge was always going to be for America. And I think one, it's due to each of us in that we have this American exceptionalism brewed into us. We are a nation of, we like our freedom. We like independence. We like space. We don't like being told what to do. And now's the time to to have none of this, <laughs> to be, be none of those things, to think about each other, which I think where we are seeing, there's been a rapid response. There are a lot of people donating, helping each other out. But I did hear in, in even in, in China, people were flocking to the scene of that they were coming in and going straight into Wuhan and not necessarily by government force. We also have to be careful about propaganda and what's being fed to us. But there mm-hmm. were accurate reports about people once this pandemic was really going down. It wasn't just mm-hmm. they weren't hunkering down in fear. Doctors went into these areas. And I think initially yep. we were really hesitant about that. Uh, we're seeing it now. People are responding. These great stories about people making masks. They're donating. They're cooking for the doctors. Um, mm-hmm. Taking... Uh, I think the moment we kind of viewed this, like this is a world war against a little, a tiny little microscopic uh, organism that is coming for us all. And I think by yeah. treating it, I, <clears throat> I like the framing, by treating things as a war, uh, psychologically, I think that gets men engaged more. There's been studies oh, about yeah. this, of course, on a podcast. <laughs> it was It was framed, they did studies of what makes successful churches, like financially mm-hmm. and what keeps them alive. And at the outset, um, the language of the, what a weird niche thing to reference, but the language of the church, these like younger churches that were newer, it was always framed in very masculine ways. It was going to battle. It was fighting for something to like grow your membership, to go out and set it out there. And then what they found was that over time, the longer the church existed, they would switch to more nurturing things, more, uh, In, in air quotes, quote, quote, fem, feminine, fe, yeah. quote, unquote, feminine yeah. uh, language. Yeah. And the study kind of like showed that male membership dropped down after the surge uh, mm-hmm. as kind of like the role in the language of these things played. And it's just, it's not example, but I think it speaks it's to biology. Yeah, it's biology <laughs> by framing things as yeah. a war. I think that's at least yeah. good uh, for from just like and just like masculinizing it it's not taking care of it it's like you need to do something and there's this natural drive yeah it's probably pushing people into that's primal dude running in there and it's similar it's that's primal. one perk i mean that i don't share but um from a religious side like that's one benefit is to then convince people who might otherwise not go in to 
to go do something, to go to the front lines because there's some type of service. So it's whether it's for your country or whatever or personal mm -hmm. reasons, um, you know, having thought about what can you actually do to help besides just isolating, which is a critical part of this. And I, yeah, we don't need too many people out there flooding these works because that's just that's just um, fuel for the for the virus. But what what I really want to say is like, yeah, I think that we are encountering an interesting point in civilization where you know. Once again, I, the only people I listen to are old men these days. But one thing Joe Rogan <laughs> was saying is like the power grid is old. I mean, it's 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 old, but it's not as old as humans. Like mm -hmm. before the 20th century, there was no such concept as a power grid. So the fact that we think that it's permanent is kind of interesting. You know, it's only permanent because the people that are alive today have known it to be true. But if you go back just one more person, it was not a concept they would understand. And so for us to be, we need to remember that we are in a very peaceful time. War has been something that has been, that has been a part of human history forever until pretty much our generation by and large, like in the 20th century, past World War II, it wasn't really something every man had to deal with. But does that mean our biology has changed? No, we respond, that's one of the things we're driven to respond to at a very visceral primal level is war. So when you do frame things to men in the way of war, that, we're automatically, since we've never really had to deal with it before, we're automatically primed. And, we're and like, it, it is it. confusing. <gasps> they, they, but it, it's just, we have to, like you said, we have to just kind of like accept some of the biology like this is, and use it to your advantage and to either be- Use it to your advantage. Self-aware, mm -hmm. uh, but use it to your advantage. You know, that's mm -hmm. like why we love sports and why we have mm -hmm. teams and we have them compete mm -hmm. because it's competition, mm -hmm. it's drive. And, and nobody dies. <laughs> and no one dies. It's <laughs> a real, cool it's a real win-win. Well, you know, after well, a couple concussions, you know, CTE, yeah, 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 yeah. boxing. Anyways, uh, NFL uh, <laughs> after the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There NBA, is no we love injuries. China. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the NBA president. She, we already we did love it. China. We love China. Uh, sponsor the show, China. Uh, also, one of our favorite TV shows growing up, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the <laughs> Who Pooh. Who would have thought? He, Winnie hey, the bro, Pooh hide your honey. Driv drives you to war. Like, that's what Winnie the Pooh is subliminal war messaging. They're just like, oh, yeah. Uncle oh, yeah. Winnie the Pooh wants you to fight for America. Winnie the Pooh is finna come for your honey. Hide <laughs> your kids, hide your wife, hide your honey, because China's coming for all of it. <laughs> Um, the it's, it I, is it is weird to think about yeah. all of these scenarios and and how we we are both we're success, uh, susceptible to them even though we're aware of it it works the moment it you you feel that kind of call to action and that something needs to be taken care of aggressively quickly uh, I think it helped it, it helped me and it seems like 
from a nation standpoint, you're seeing figures rise to the top. They're taking lead. Mm-hmm. People are looking for leadership. Everyone's talking about Cuomo. Mm-hmm. You know, good for him on yep. some things. Fuck him on a lot of other things. But mm-hmm. they're they're looking around for leadership. And in times of crisis, yeah. this is it. Uh, there's there's the wartime general. I think I can't remember if it's Planet Money or Freakonomics or one of these, but. Uh, I haven't listened to your Planet typical, Money in a while. Yeah. I got to get I kinda, back to it. Yeah. I tailed off of it. I still listen to Freakonomics, yeah. but we're, yeah, we're the yeah. same person now. But yeah. <laughs> one of these shows kind of talked about, well, what does the president actually do? Like specifically yeah. what are they really in charge in? You know, what do we always blame them for that they really have little control over or powerless? Mm-hmm. And then what can they actually do? And a big one besides a lot of, quick actions on foreign policy is the defender of the nation is to handle these situations that both the forefathers and our system set up just understood that groups of people wouldn't be able to act rapidly and adjust. Uh, they He's knew, got your back. They knew all these hundreds of people in the room yeah. were, were just couldn't make yeah. quick overarching decisions uh, yeah. that we need a lot of compromise and almost everything else, which is to our benefit often and, Sometimes our detriment, often our detriment. Executive yeah. branch, execute. Now's, the time. Now's the, time. the time to execute. What? Why are we? What? Come on, come on. So it's, but I, I can we not? Can we not talk about this right now? Yeah, Is it okay? Yeah, we're Bro, just can we past. can we do it another? Can we dip our toes in it another time too? Because I don't want to complain about the things that we all understand. I yeah. want us to find, I, I think we're all kind of feeling a, like we have an absentee father right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like somebody's supposed to tell us everything's going to be okay. Recommend stuff to us that won't kill us. And daddy's just on yeah. Twitter all the time. So you can, you know, he's there. Daddy's tweeting. He's on the toilet. He's on the toilet on Twitter. <laughs> Tanning um, on the toilet, but yeah, let's breathe. Can, let's we, breeze go down, can, we, go, can we go down? Can we go down? I like I like the branch that we were touching on, which was be paying attention to our human animal biology, not denying biology. it, accepting it, and then making policy that incentivizes positive behavior based off that biology. Because I think that we uh, we want to be something more than animals. That's one of the things I love most about humans. We want to believe that we're something greater, that we're or we're destined for something greater. But the things that bring us down tend to be our emotions and our biology and a lot of the the shortcomings and, and that come associated with that. So like probably yeah, sorry, you go on. How do how do how do we use it? How how do we steer it in the right direction instead of like steer it in a direction that has always been wrong? <laughs> and we haven't paid because we've ignored our biology. Like, what? How do we fix that? For this moment, I mean, I like that it was yeah. For this moment, phrased in this way, and back to even the Joe Rogan and others' comment is that think uh-huh. of how much we've changed, we've developed modern medicine, recording, electricity, mm-hmm. iPhones, internet, internet porn. We've come a long way uh, as a society, but we can't evolve that quickly. And there That's are some signs we yeah. actually are evolving relatively quick, quickly. One of them is like drop in testosterone levels. Brain size is changing at a fairly large pace because of 
our access to tools and things like that, body mass. We just don't need to be huge, muscular people like you and me. Uh, it's just not mm -hmm. as necessary in a society cities, to look as to look as great as us. Like all these too. all these things are. Yeah. So we are evolving quicker, but it's still. Think of how much has changed, listeners. Already in your lifetime, a lot has changed. Oh you you can't your your genes aren't aren't adapting that quickly. They're still. Mm -hmm. You know, we're running on a older OS here. A lot of things are still buried in the code. You're on High Sierra, and you're afraid if you update to Mojave and Catalina, you're not going to be working anymore. Yeah, El Capitan. So you're running on High Sierra here, and you're a 32-bit, but in a 64-bit world. And so some things are still buried in the code that by just using it to your advantage, for instance, you know, just being aware of things like when you're you're sad and but understanding that it's natural it's going to happen you will not be happy all the time but that uh some things will help you out medication exercise getting away medication weed uh there are there are tools at your disposal also understanding that everyone is different you will all react differently um the example of combating depression pills could be uh, a part of the equation. It might not work for everyone. It might be the most critical thing, but you know, this is all individualized, but being aware of what can help and how your body reacts. Uh, you wouldn't constantly, if you were deathly allergic to peanuts like me, you wouldn't just go out and eat peanuts. Like you're at least aware of yourself and what's unique to you. I don't know why I brought up that example. Uh, but it's okay. Bro. I wouldn't no, go I'm in and put, I wouldn't go in and put put things that I know are are detrimental to my body. But yet, when I eat other foods that are long term bad for me, like most of everything else I eat, I don't seem to have a problem. I think one thing we also need to understand, and I think plays directly in this moment. I somehow went on this tangent that actually was a terrible example, and I'm going to segue it to make it a useful example. So I won't eat the peanuts because I know it'll kill me instantly, but I will eat uh, Chipotle uh, several times a week, even though I know it's detrimental to my health. And it kill makes me, me take, slowly. It makes me take big shits, but because it kills me slowly, <laughs> it's the frog in the boiling pot. I seem to have no problem with that. Uh, to sit on the couch, which is dangerous, to do all sorts of other things. I know it's bad, but humans, and they've studied this, we are actually bad biologically at really understanding anything long term. You're right, it's, and it's because why, you said that I'm standing, yeah, now, yeah, it's, oh, yeah now that I'm caught it out, so Drew can't see. I'm sitting on the floor. Sitting is of a killing closet. me. You're right. Um, yeah, but <laughs> there's so many things that we we understand. We're not we're not naturally good at preparing for things, uh, and so what we need to do is set up systems to help that. For instance, if you think of Social Security, uh, while I heard an interesting podcast about some of the actual issues with it that no one wants to touch on mm -hmm. and we want here uh it solved a huge crisis which is that the elderly uh were homeless dying and in poverty dying destitute yeah and be because you know you're, you're going through your, living your life you you couldn't work but you we just needed something there to guarantee <laughs> that we wouldn't have all these elderly people dying in poverty uh, yeah. and going hungry be mm -hmm. because of a lack of preparation. It, it was mm -hmm. understanding like, hey, 
We're not all good. You're not going to do we're it. Not even so we'll geared. automate. We're it. not any gear to that. We're, we're going to slowly take some money from you along the way to at least know that, hey, collectively, you'll have something. It's the savings account, it's the Mint mm -hmm. app or whatever. Like all these little mm -hmm. things, those mm -hmm. are systems to kind of guarantee, to at least combat the fact that it knows you're a you're not naturally going to be putting aside money. Um, mm -hmm. And that's just like a small example with your health and with combating this particular moment that we know we weren't prepared for it. And then mm -hmm. maybe I'm not sure what to do now that we're in it. I was at least lucky and poorly because I wasn't doing a good job of investing or doing anything. I'd at least have Me enough neither. to sustain myself for a while. Uh, yeah. but okay. that's also because I wasn't investing in my future. So maybe I'm a, this terrible example, but at least it helps I've been now. In, I've been investing. I've been investing. Yeah. So. And so now a lot of people are, are panicking. You know, we weren't exactly set up for this moment and most aren't, and that's going to be the hardest part. And then maybe, maybe this is our moment because nothing, we have the financial crash of 2008, we have 9-11, but not a lot of very drastic changes where they really honestly directly affect you and everyone else around you this might be one of like th a memorable pivotal moment 2020 oh, yeah. coronavirus uh, <laughs> that we we will refer back to a mile marker vietnam yeah where were you before corona yeah what were you doing before corona what were you doing now and people i think i think so change, yeah mm-hmm one thing that I do want to, you touched on it a lot, and I want to expand upon it because uh, another old guy I listen to is Jocko Willink. Uh, I listen to his podcast every once in a while. Do you know him? No. Yeah, I've, Joe's had him on a few times, but he's a former uh, Navy SEAL. And so he talks about uh, he talks about war. He talks about discipline. He talks about just – it's very motivational He's like my he's like your personal drill sergeant. Uh, really cool dude. And one thing he always says is uh, discipline equals freedom. Hmm. And that that's like really important because if you take the social security principle um, or even just like a personal finance principle of putting away 15 percent of every check for savings, you know, just in case. Because we don't plan for the future very well. We like we our behavior wants us to create rewards today, not rewards tomorrow. That is that is not something we are geared to do. Because usually, at least in our bio biological sense, we didn't really have that many tomorrows anyway. Yeah, you know, we our tomorrows aren't guaranteed. So it makes right. sense. But but yeah. in this modern era, tomorrow yeah. is very likely. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's pretty biologically you're doing not, good. Yeah. 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 So what what he says though with discipline equals freedom is if you have the discipline now to restrict yourself in these ways, like maybe only live on 80% of your income. If you have that discipline, mm -hmm. then you can have freedom later. That's what discipline equals freedom. Another example, me having the discipline to practice not as much as my other colleagues in high school, but I practiced enough to stick with it and continually be, be better and consistently get better. 
And because I had that discipline, I now have the freedom to where I don't have to go teach at a school because I was able to get a master's degree from Juilliard. Discipline equals freedom. If you want to have more freedom in your life, you have to also implement discipline in your life. And so I think that we'll see a lot of people leaving the situation with Corona having had more discipline because of the rude awakening. They learned the lesson. And you'll have another group of people who don't really change the way they operate. And then maybe the world that we develop into after this is not a world that they can exist in, right? Or it's a world they have trouble existing in. So I think this is a really big moment in history to take stock of how you're maybe making your money, how you're really pursuing your dreams, because maybe you need to leave this with a little bit more discipline and start today, you know? Thanks for thanks for sharing that. I mean, it's a great yeah, point. Man. And a lot That's of I've been thinking about. musicians, uh, you know, are always hearing about this discipline. And when you study something, it's a discipline. You study mm -hmm. the music discipline. And I do think about that. I think about that even compositionally. So even in the abstract of music, setting restrictions mm -hmm. can be freedom. Working within the box can be one of the yeah. most uh, mm -hmm. opening things. Uh, that's the benefit of performing music sometimes with sheet music is to treat it as the template, the guideline. It's it's the box. It's giving you the framework. I'm going to live within the ideas of this time, this piece, but I'm going to provide my own spin on it. That's a, mm -hmm. a great example of discipline. And so then it being able discipline <coughs> freedom and being able to translate that uh, outside your life is great. Having a schedule, having a calendar, um, scheduling and free time. Uh, these are all things I don't do and should do. But, but I know, particularly these people who wind up on Joe Rogan, but also of some of our colleagues who are very successful, uh, mm -hmm. quite a few of them in this music world are these uh, type A's and not in like an aggressive, overly alpha way. Speak um, for yourself, Gerald. Speak for yourself. <laughs> What's what's second? We're getting some fuzz. Let me make sure that's not coming in the. Yeah. Oh no. I I was just saying like I was exercising some alpha energy because like <laughs> I think I just intimidated the system. I got a little close and was like, okay, this we go punch him in the face. Yeah, I forgot and what we're talking full about. transformer. He was so alpha. The internet connection like yeah. had to like slow down his energy as it transferred across the globe. I just and into I your ear holes. Push up push ups change a man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you start jump roping every day, you like you, you get great. Push ups and jump rope, man. Someone was talking about I can't remember who or what what part I was talking about, but it was again about habit building, one of those yeah. things. And so what they did is he said, Every time I pee, I do one push up. And you you don't get down and do just one push up. You after you do one, you try to do a couple more. Uh, yeah. And so that was just his thing. He's like, I use the bathroom I, after I wash my hands uh, for 20 seconds or more. I step outside, Ooh. do a push-up. And just yeah. like attaching uh, attaching things to that to form that habit. And then by the end of the day, he's done a number of push-ups. And it just it helps. It stacks. It adds over time. And mm. it's, it's an unavoidable thing because he just kind of makes it a, a ritual uh, of something to do. But one of the things bringing that directly back in to what we were talking mm -hmm. about before the full alpha went on the internet is a lot of our <laughs> colleagues My bad. are, <laughs> uh, yeah, type A is not in that alpha dominance masculine 
uh, effort, yeah. but they go out, they get <laughs> they're persistent. They, they know what they want. Um, they form routines. They, they do the practicing. They like to go out and actively work on things. And it's not in, again, not in an overly competitive sense, but just how they go about their day. They find obsessions. And one of the things, particularly for the very successful type A's, many of which mm -hmm. are some of the most successful people I know who wind up in these symphony gigs, for instance, uh, a good friend of mine from my undergrad, pre-Juilliard days, who's now in the Houston Symphony. I put him in this category and that he he knew what he wanted and he, and he was very disciplined. He's a really fun guy, funny guy, watched a lot of YouTube, would watch all these silly videos, but no matter what, he did not mispractice. He knew what he wanted. He knew he wanted to be really good at the horn and, you know, he's, well, I don't remember, he was 23 and he wins Houston Symphony job. Uh, mm. But it was it was hard for me not being like that and not being disciplined. But also yeah. it was hard for me to live with him because uh, I got to see someone doing it right and I was just kind of like lazy and sad and wasn't doing it. Mm. But mm. it was great to see a model of someone who could still have fun, still enjoy their life, but really stuck to it. So he would literally leave, you know, we, we all stay in a crappy college house for 400 bucks a month. He would leave, go to a party, be hanging out, having a great time. And I'd be staying back at home, kind of, oh, I need to work, or I need to <laughs> yeah. something. He'd go I'm to the party. Yeah, the he would come back. He would leave the party, no matter what. Come back and do his practice, his night, late night warm down, mm -hmm. and then go back to the party. Like, no mm -hmm. matter what, he's le he would cut it off there. He knew what he needed to do. He would wake up. He did the warm-up every morning. He, he had the practice journal. He thought about what he was going to do. And he went out, and he got it. And we know a lot of people the list goes on and on of these people who with their discipline because they were so disciplined in some area they got the freedom mentally mm -hmm. it's not like they had like it's it's all fun and roses uh and that they're just happy all the time mm -hmm. or that they're always successful but it's a great they had a great template and we got to see them both be very disciplined and then because because they knew that they were the type of person who practiced. They were the person who went in there and just worked on something. They were disciplined, that they were going to do it. When they weren't mm -hmm. doing it, they felt a sense of freedom. And that's what I've always struggled with is, mm -hmm. is you know, combating that artist idea that you should be working all the time and that's never enough mm -hmm. and all these things. Mm -hmm. These very disciplined people who take it very seriously about their art, they have the freedom because they know and they trust in their system, in their selves, mm -hmm. that they put in that three hours of day of very focused work and that mm -hmm. they know they're going to do it so that when they're not on, they can be off. They can be off. They can rest. Yeah. They can gain inspiration too. Mm -hmm. That's and, that's a huge part of the, the, the creative process is like consuming media and then going back with what you learned from that new media and then going back into your art. Right, that's why breaks are so important. Drew just did a hand motion, like a taking note hand motion, and that's probably a great point. We've been speaking a little bit more about this too, is documenting the process. And, and again, I see a lot of these type mm -hmm. A's, and that's something I I've extracted from them into my own. Is that mm -hmm. when I watch something or consume something or ideas come, I'm trying to get better about keeping track of it, keeping mm -hmm. keeping detailed notes, writing down just ideas. Uh, no matter how stupid they are 
And, <sighs> why not? And it helps. Why not? You know, you never, it's, it's out. Don't ideas feel like this weird itch? Like if you don't <laughs> write it down, you're going to hate that you did it because it could have been the greatest idea you ever had. Like that's true. My take, iPhone take is notes. a goddamn mess. My <laughs> iPhone is a goddamn, my note section, dude. Oh, oh I'm on the Evernote. I finally started tagging things. So yeah. I have you know, oh, YouTube brilliant. tag, funny idea, idea, composition. You got to teach me how to do idea. that. You got to teach me how to do I finally that. threw it down. I, I, it was also a procrastination thing. When I was at an artist residency, oh, instead of you know uh, doing, doing what I should have been doing, I went through my entire Evernote <gasps> and organized oh, it and like tagged smart. tagged everything. But it's already Love helped it. out. <laughs> so it, God, it, I need to get that's that a good warped. example. I mean, this is essentially like uh, our, everyone's joking. This is an artist residency for us all. We are all now composers and residents of our own home. Yeah. And and if that's the case, then great. I'm ready for some more cleanup procrastination. Go through that computer. Go Bro, through that note. It's important. Yeah. Like you can just do do the maintenance of your life. Um, mm -hmm. And so I'm not advocating for mass productivity because everyone's going to be sad. They're going to be tired. A lot of... We, we've seen a lot of our artist friends reach out on social media specifically to mention that they don't want to feel pressured in our capitalist society to just take advantage of this moment and produce, produce, produce. Uh, That's you know, what take I'm trying to do. Yeah, so so some dude. people, yeah, it's it's hard. It's like dude. take in the sadness and the weirdness of the moment. But also for me, it's less about like, oh man, I've got to release that album. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to do the maintenance fix that website up just the, the nitty-gritty crap that i put oh off god i haven't do done that. it dude i, I need to do it I bro i literally during our conversation got an email asking for an interview bro <laughs> like what am i supposed to go do anywhere bro i can't do any i can't i can't take a break what the bro what do you what advice do you have for me where if i don't answer the phone like, that's bad for my business. Like, what? Oh man, what do, well, I, what do I do, man? Do I just even do I maybe what will calls help to forward, <laughs> forward all calls inquiries to Trevor Bumgarner and Associates? I'll do hello. Just hello, <laughs> hello. hello. I you need to you hello. I just missed up. <laughs> oh hello. Is it hello. <laughs> movie rest in peace uh, you know what the coolest way to answer the phone is in the world in my humble opinion let's hear it. mushy mushy <laughs> like the, the yeah. japanese the, mushy, yes, mushy. So great mushy uh mushy mush it's so it's, it's even it's better than aloha it's dude aloha. It's, it's tough it's way better mushy mushy good try mushy 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 but you gotta do it in a deep voice mushy mushy uh mushy 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 uh hi mushy mushy <laughs> <laughs> mm. But I mean, I don't. I don't have any. I want to learn we Japanese all to just for stuff. the podcast, bro. <laughs> I want to learn Japanese just so I can say just things in Japanese there. on the podcast. Just throw it in there. Nani desu ka? Ore wa? It's so. It was very. Oh, I'm I sorry. Yeah, I, I miss you, bro. I miss goofing off with you, man. I know it's hard being not. In person, you're handling and and uh, shout outs uh, everyone. So Drew just did this whole conversation with me seeing him, but not me seeing. Wait, you you know what I was gonna say? He can't see me. Yes, yeah, see, and, I can't see him. But he he's still having a, a great conversation, and 
and he's, he's standing up, he's animated, and yet he is talking to an invisible, wall. invisible wall. Two things: marijuana helps. Second of all, <laughs> I grew up in the age of telephones, bro. Like I grew what? up talking and I used, yeah, bro. I had a corded telephone in my room. So I was always talking shit with my friends on the phone. Like I didn't see their face. This is pre Skype. This was pre FaceTime, bro. Old school. And that's how you used to, that's how you used to get with girls, man. You just get their phone number and you actually call them. You Wait, don't what? You're supposed to call? Yeah, and you talk about stuff and you have awkward pauses, but you both like each other. So you're like, you're sticking it out. The The attention spans were longer. It's like, man, I, I'm like, hey, I, before Corona, I would be hanging out with a chick. And when there was a lull in, in the conversation, she would immediately look at her phone. Oh, that's I, devastating. I, that's just a weird way to live your life, man. Why can't we just live with each other in the moment? So I feel you, brother Trevor, all the way over there in Colorado. I feel you, bro. I feel you. <laughs> that is a good point, how actually, how, how things are changing, uh, particularly mm -hmm. to these conversations. I'll never forget. It's it's a line that stuck with me. Uh, with my, my high school band director, one of his go-tos, whenever everyone's goofing off or not taking something seriously, yeah. Um, yeah. he would just get angry and start shouting. He's like, you do not have to be entertained. You do not have to be entertained. And he would say it all the time. And, of course, we'd uh, always just, you know, mock and like give him a hard time. Kid. But it's true. It, one of the things I think about in certain moments, yeah. it's like, hey, not every moment in my life do I need entertainment. Some things are serious. Sometimes you need a pause. Um, it, you don't need to distract yourself. And we've talked about oh it openly here. Gosh. And if you can't hear through all of our constant uh, 40 plus episode ramblings is I'm addicted to information and Me too. I try to get entertained by just consuming, consuming, consuming. And mm -hmm. when I'm at my best, it's when I notice it and back off. Mm -hmm. And it's it's mm -hmm. hard because that's, mm -hmm. again, fighting our natural, and particularly my like, natural instinct is to hate and fear boredom. But that when I do find that peace, I feel better. And some of that's happened. It's been hard with the business of work and like, following all this yeah. tragedy but yeah. i can i'm slowly feeling i think with more down moments and just acceptance of the moment yeah getting to some type of more well-rested peace if my dog didn't wake up at 5 a.m every morning i feel ah. really, i feel really great hey shiloh I'm shiloh missing, he misses he misses uncle drew i i miss i miss my nephew um straight up though bro for real, I think that that was the most salient point of this whole fucking conversation. You do not need to be entertained. Do you do not need to be entertained all the time? Do not be entertained. I think that's the name of the fucking episode. Bro. There we go. And if they listen to this podcast, they're they're probably never entertained. They're just <laughs> yeah, no. So you're in the right place. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, to the Faking Notes podcast. Faking Notes podcast. Faking Notes. Is, is this your first time, bro? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks. There's more of this uh, in the past and the future. Yeah. Welcome Don't worry, guys. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Now we still we still out here getting these reps in, and uh, that's what Trevor. Like, I really appreciate how. So many people would have given up by now. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of collaborations that have gone on in my life. The most salient are, I think you're at the top of it, honestly. Nobody's ever stuck with me for this We're long. We're still here. Before. I have to get, I was We're sitting there here, thinking baby. about this the other day. I mean, you know, and that's man props to you. I mean, this is, this is the baby. And we, we did it. We talked about it for years. And we no one said, fuck it. And Drew's like, release it. And then we did. Just and here do we it. Just, just like, See, it feels it better, there. though. It, it feels does. better. It's out there. It's weird. It's scary. But when this it's is out discipline. there. This is discipline. I mean, this now we've stuck around here. So while I miss it in so many other areas, we get it out here. And it's it's out there. And one of the things I like, too, is, is <laughs> I would say the forgiveness of the audience. But you guys are listening. Yeah. We're practicing. This is, we want to keep this going. And uh, I know you guys can't tell, but we actively try to improve <laughs> we no, we I think, think it about is this. the thing. We, it is the it, thing. We re, we are recording. This is kind of our practice sessions for you. It's it's close to the <laughs> it's the conductor thing. Like we're we're going into yeah, um, yeah, yeah. conductor's lab, and you guys are oh, yeah. playing, and you, you know you're getting you're not getting really paid oh, anything, gosh. but but we get to go up uh, to the to the podium, and we we thank you for being here. You're a critical part of this learning. Um, it doesn't, it really doesn't happen. We don't do this if you guys hadn't been listening. And mm-hmm. so we thank you for you all reaching out and really listening to us grow and improve. Like we, we want Hopefully, this to keep getting better and. Hell yeah. I, what I was saying is like, hopefully we're more funny than conductors though. Because most of the time conductors are not funny at all. And like my favorite conductors were the ones that just made us laugh all rehearsal. Like you, there's something about humor. There's something about like connecting with people that makes people want to work harder for you. When you make them laugh, people want to make, people want to work harder for you. It's very weird. It's very, very weird, but it's infectious. And that's what I want to create with this product. I want to make you laugh. I want to make you like feel a little bit better about this world. And also understand that we still have a long way to go. And you right? don't have to be entertained. So we want we want to both entertain yeah, you not, yeah. and remind you <laughs> that you do not have to be entertained. Don't, don't uh, have discipline to. is freedom. Other quotations from this pod. Thanks, everybody. This has been another Faking Notes edition. You don't have to be entertained, but if you and if you aren't entertained, we're gonna need you to lie. Yeah, okay. Five we're stars. Need you to lie and give us five stars. Make sure that you leave us a glowing review that will make your grandmother blush, right? So just five stars say they don't entertain mm-hmm. me. Send it mm-hmm. and we'll give you a shout out. But thanks everybody. Yeah, we, yeah everyone stay you. safe, wash them hands, be disciplined, wash uh, your don't hands. entertain yourself. Uh, call your mom. Call your mom. Call your damn mom. Call she misses mom. you, bro. I love you, mom. I love you. I love you. All right, bye. We we love you all. Mm. Peace. Peace. <laughs>